opposite parts of the country, and we're inviting you to listen in on our conversations about everything from money and manifesting to dating and big life changes. We'll offer two different perspectives to help you navigate whatever it is you're going through. Because we've likely been there, done that, or are going through it too. Whether you have a sister or not, you'll either relate or feel like you do as you listen in each week to new episodes. So welcome to Go Call Your Sister. Let's have some fun. Welcome everyone to our second episode of Go Call Your Sister. We are so excited to have you guys listening along with us today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our first episode. We were blown away by how many of you downloaded it. Um, It was just so cool to see and just loved all the support we got. So thank you. It was so encouraging to see you guys listening along in your day-to-day life. We're really blessed and lucky. I know. We're really excited to launch into our second episode. Um, This one's a really good one. We are interviewing a very dear friend of mine, Maya Billman. She is the creator of MM Designs, and she just has such an amazing story to share about how God has opened the doors in her life for her to start her own business as a college student. Maya is such a light. Just like listening to her talk, it just makes you smile. She is so positive and happy and upbeat and You know, she's really real about the things that she's gone through and just the hard times that she's faced. She was in a really bad car accident this year and has, you know, gone through anxiety and all the things that so many of us, you know, share too. And it was just really inspiring listening to her talk. And I mean, Bird and I were sitting here smiling the whole interview because she just can't help it when you talk to her. (laughs) Yeah, she just radiates light. She is contagiously positive and happy. And I even all the way over in Hawaii, I was smiling ear to ear listening to her talk. I know. I really can't wait to roll these out for you guys. I think you'll really like them. So every week we're going to focus on a different topic. And this week's topic was starting your side hustle and then turning it into your main hustle. And Maya had some great words of wisdom to share with us. Um, And it's just so cool because she really is so young and she's already done so much. And I think that there are amazing things in store for her. So I'm really um, looking forward to watching her journey. So Bird, um, tell me about your highs and lows. Okay, so I'm going to start, like I said, on my lows so I can end on a high. And I was just talking with Allie about this um, before we started recording the episode, but I have really been struggling lately and I like to be you know, open and real about it. I got on Instagram um, like last week talking about how I felt like really run down I have just not really felt my best and my anxiety has been kind of all over the place. I don't know if it's just like a little virus that I've had or just kind of like this time of year, I'm getting ready to come home. Things are starting to change. So I really have kind of not felt like myself the past week. And I know that's totally normal. I think it's important to remind people that like sometimes you don't feel your hundred percent all the time. And I think it's really hard these days to see that because get on social media and it's kind of a highlight reel. Everyone just looking like they're, they're hundred percent best all the time. So I do want to be real with people. So that had been kind of a weird little week for me, just feeling a little down, kind of sick, needing to rest and just give my body the rest that it needs. But my, there must be some sort of retrograde happening right now because I feel like everyone is off. Yes. I feel like everyone has kind of been to funk lately. Like even my friends here, they've been like, wow, you know, I just don't really feel like myself. I kind of feel like I'm in a funk and I'm like, literally same. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, we're going to get out of it. And I think honestly, when you're, when you've been sick and this was my first time to feel kind of sick or being sick at all since I got to Hawaii and it, 
it made me realize, you know, how grateful I am for my health because I think it's easy to look past that when you feel great. And then when you start to feel bad, you're like, wow, I'm so grateful for like my body when it's at a hundred percent. Like I am so grateful for my health. So that has been a good like perspective shift for me. Um, but yeah, something- I think when you're dealing with that, like the best thing is just to sit back and let it work it- itself out because it will, you know, just take as much time to do self-care. That's what I've been doing. Just, you know, taking it easy at night, trying to get to bed early, taking a long bath, you know, because you're not going to stay in that rut forever. It will, you know, like I said, work itself out, but you just got to let it, let it run through. Yeah. I've definitely been doing the meditating, um, self-care over here lately. And I, I definitely agree. But just want to remind everyone, it's okay to be in a funk. It's okay to be in a rut. But um, that had been that was last week, and I feel like I'm slowly getting out of it. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, and my high of the week, let's see. I went on a really fun adventure day yesterday with my friends, um, Blaine and Aaliyah. We went to a beach in Hawaii, Cromwell's Beach. There's Rainbow Wall. I've always wanted to go. We snorkeled. It was just really beautiful, and it was a really fun day, especially after – kind of spending a few days in the house, which I hate doing here because it's always so sunny and beautiful, but went out with the girls yesterday and we just had a really fun, like wholesome girl day. And then something else that I'm like really excited about, I would say is I'm going home in like two weeks and I'm so excited. And I think when I was sick, I was a little bit homesick for like the first time since I've been out here. I was like, oh, I just kind of, you know, when when you're sick, you want your parents. And I'm so excited to be home in two weeks and just kind of like have a little reset to see you, Allie. And I'm just really, mm-hmm. I'm just really excited. Yeah. I can't wait to squeeze you. Um, okay. So I'm going to piggyback off of your low. I have also not felt like myself this week. Um, like I said, I don't know if there's something in the water or some mercury is in retrograde somewhere, but yeah, I don't know. I Fun feel like fact, it's, it's actually out of retrograde. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Someone um. told me that. Someone told me that. And I was like, yeah, I think it's Mercury for sure. And they're like, um, no, it's actually out of retrograde two weeks ago. And I was like, great. Awesome. What are we going to do when it comes back into retrograde? Pray every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. This has just been like a really hard season. I don't know. The past couple of months, we've – dealt with some stuff in our family that's been hard. Um, maybe we'll get into that at a, on another episode. But, you know, there's just been like a lot that's happened and I just haven't felt super connected and just have kind of felt out of it and just ready for a change or I don't even know, just something. And I was actually on a walk the other day and I was listening to this Oprah Super Soul podcast episode and I'll link it in the show notes. But it was so good because he was talking – it was the author of the book called The Untethered Soul. He was talking about how, you know, the hard things that we go through, like, they will work themselves out. You just have to, you know, let them fall away and not fight it. So I'm just kind of focusing on stepping back and not trying to fight the things that I'm feeling, but just kind of letting it go and knowing that it will be okay and I'll come out of it. So I think feeling your feelings is so important and oftentimes we, you know, look past it and you can't feel good 100% of the time. You just can't. It's impossible. And instead of fighting those bad feelings, you just have to let them move through you. And so I've really been focused on doing that and practicing self-care in the midst of that and just making sure that I'm taking care of myself the best I can. Having a, a morning routine, you know, journaling, it's really big for me and meditating in the morning. It helps me start my day on the right note. So that's been um, another thing that I've been using to kind of work through this time. But yeah, I mean, I do think it's getting better and um, 
so excited for you to come home and for, you know, Thanksgiving with our family and all of the fun things that we have in store. Yeah, totally agree. And what was your high? So my high was um, I just got back two days ago. Um, I went to the beach with dad um, for a long weekend. And I don't think dad and I have ever taken a trip, just the two of us. And it was honestly the best time. It was the most relaxing, restful beach trip I've had in a long time. I know. It looked so fun. I literally called him and I was like, me next. I'm next. When I come home, I want a solo <laughs> Well, dad trip. and I are so similar in the fact that like – we are not like you and mom in this way where we can just chill. Like we don't have to be go, go, go all the time. Like we can just, you know, lay by the fire, read a book, take it easy, you know. And I think that we do need your – you guys' energy <laughs> in our life <laughs> for sure. Wait a second. But- I misheard you and I thought you said we don't like to always be go, go. We like, And I was like, wait, <laughs> you are lying to the listeners. You wait, are what? Lying. I thought you said that you guys like – you guys prefer to chill and not be go, go, go. And I was like, hold on. That is incorrect. Okay. We do we we do like to go, 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 but we also like know how to relax. And I feel like sometimes you and mom cannot relax. You are the goer of the family. A hundred thousand percent. Really? Are you kidding? You have itineraries printed up for every trip. Okay. Well, are you this- okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is spreading lies and false information. Okay, well, this trip, I did not have an itinerary. And we literally just got up in the mornings, we went running, and then we would go to breakfast, go to the beach, read. Dad would build a fire at night. We'd watch football. We never went out to dinner. It was so nice not to be rushed to like get to a restaurant. I don't know. It was just such a restful trip and honestly much needed. And dads are so wise. They just give you the best advice. Like our dad, we oh, always joke about yeah. his advice because oh, <laughs> there's plenty he, of it. We need to share what he said about it. He informed me the other day I called him and I actually was had major FOMO while y'all were on this trip because it looked so peaceful. You guys were in the fall weather. I'm like sweating over here. But um, he called me and he was like, Bird, I'm so excited about your podcast. I'm so thrilled. And I have a great idea. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, well, what is it? He said, I think that I should have a guest episode where people write in questions and I give them dad advice the entire podcast. And I was like, oh, great. It will be a five to seven hour long episode. <laughs> My dad loves to give advice. He does, he does love to give advice, but I will say he has gotten better about reeling it in and only giving advice on the important things you need to hear. Um, and he did now remind you're like, me. like, land the plane. Land the plane. <laughs> his, favorite, his favorite line is to, to circle back. <laughs> He's like, and I don't know if I touched on this, and I'm like, you did. Seven, seven to 12 times. <laughs> okay, but what advice did he give you? <laughs> no, but he, he did give me some good advice. Dad, we love your advice if you're listening to this. Um, but I was just telling to him a little bit back, about how- To circle back, we love your advice. <laughs> to circle back. <laughs> okay, but I think Dad gave me some really good advice about just dealing with anxiety and just not knowing what is in store for the future. I think that- you know, he does have a lot of wisdom when it comes to that. And I was really glad to be there with him for a couple of days. So Bird, tell me, um, you kind of already touched on this, but tell me something that you're excited about that's helping you kind of move through this. 
Yeah, so basically I think just knowing that I'm coming home soon is definitely exciting to me. I have a really fun adventure that I'm about to go on. I'm Before I come home, I'm going to San Diego for the first time ever. I've never been there before. Um, so I'm going to spend like t- a day in San Diego, and I'm going to L.A. from San Diego to a Rufus Du Soul concert, which I'm very excited about because he is one of my all-time favorite um, performers. I saw him live in Dallas when I was going into my junior year summer when I was interning there. My roommates pretty much, I came up from work and they're like, we're going to the Rufus Two Soul concert. And I had no idea who he was at this point. So um, I'm singing for the second time in LA. It's my first concert, like my first you know, big concert since COVID. And then I'm flying home from there. So that is something I'm very excited about. He just put out a new album and I've just been listening to it every day, getting myself excited. So yeah. That's going to be such a good show. Something I'm really excited about happening next week. Um, So Primp is my beauty booking startup that I launched earlier this year. It is a subscription-based booking system where users can book all sorts of beauty appointments and earn rewards. And it has been selected as one of, I think, 12 Mississippi-based tech companies to be featured at this conference next week called the Accelerate Conference. We'll be able to pitch investors from Mississippi and across the region, and I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yes, I'm so proud of you. When you, I am so excited for Primp and just for more people to hear about it because it is so awesome. So that is a that's a major accomplishment. Thank you. I can't wait to watch it grow and I have a vision of what I want it to be. And just, you know, this is part of the process of getting it there. So I'm really looking forward to it. This just sums up me and Allie. I'm like, I'm going to a concert. And Allie's like, I'm going to a conference. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, so that's why it was really great for me to listen to Maya. She had some great advice for entrepreneurs. And I think you guys are really going to like this interview. Yeah, so Maya is someone who has always inspired me as a fellow entrepreneur. She founded MM Designs. MM Designs, the goal is to spread love, joy, truth, and light through a collection of t-shirts, hats. She has done a retreat for girls a few months ago and has just recently established her first retail storefront. And I'm just so excited for her. I love watching her grow and her business grow. And so I'm just really thrilled that we get to welcome Maya Billman to Go Call Your Sister today. I am so pumped. I so it's kind of funny. Me and Maya have I would say we've been like Instagram friends for like I don't even know, maybe a year now. I don't even know how we really yeah. met each other, but I think it's definitely I think it's been like a year. I remember when you were texting me about your business and everything, I was like, Congratulations, I'm cheering you on, I'm so proud. I'm like, wait, I only know you through Instagram. Wait, yeah, no, seriously. I really think the way that I like got in like came across knowing you was I ordered a hat like during literally like quarantine like yes. like deep in quarantine and I think I just started following along with you like during that time and um mm-hmm. I guess we just kind of became like Instagram friends and I remember you were so encouraging to me when I started um XOSR car and it's just really been fun to have someone who like also does biz their own business and just kind of encouraging each other along the way and I've always like admired you so much so I'm just yes. really excited that you're here with us today. Oh, I was so excited when I to see you just wearing a hat. And so we definitely, the admiration goes both ways. Maya, I love, um, what I love about your business is that it's so positive and happy and uplifting. And I just think that it comes across in such an 
a great way and you communicate your brand so well. So tell us a little bit about your business. What is it and how did you get started? Yeah. Thank you so much. First, that was a very sweet compliment. Um, But I started MM Designs completely on accident. Um, I was a pre-med major and I had no intentions of really starting a business. Really, the first hats kind of came from just a season in my life where I was really struggling and I was kind of just in this darkness. And It was my sophomore year of college and I just needed a reminder to keep smiling. And so I was just looking through like all these places, trying to find something like a hat or a piece of clothing that kind of reminded me like, okay, I can get through this, keep smiling. There is still joy, um, even amidst uh, just the dark sadness and anxiety and everything that I was facing. And so I just started, I was actually in Texas and I was in a hotel room with my whole family and it was like three o'clock at night and I could not sleep thinking about how I couldn't find anything that day when I was shopping and I was a little disheartened and so I went and um, I just was in that hotel room and I turned on the light and I was like I can't get these thoughts to go away so I'm just gonna start making my own I'm a very like do-it-yourself person and so I just started drawing all these ideas and um, the key smiling hat the TYJ hat all of those are where those really came from and just those ideas the keep smiling shirt even um, and anyway so that's kind of how we started a little bit and now and I just kind of I was using, I was using them really just for myself. Like I would make them for myself. And then people were like, Hey, where'd you get that? And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Where'd you get that? And then, um, I went to, I was at school and people were asking me to ship them and they were asking me to do all these things. And COVID happened, right? Like how Sarah Caroline was talking about how she got one during COVID. Um, that's when we started our website and I was like, you know what? I don't want another person to buy this hat and not know like the reason behind it. You know, I wanted to be very intentional with everything that um, I make or everything I do. I'm a very, I try to put a lot of intention behind the things that we do. And so I just wanted them to know that. And it's been so cool because that's just kind of how it just blossomed. It, we did a website one day and then I was shocked and stunned about how the Lord just prevailed and just did all of these amazing things. And um, now we're here just a year and a half almost later and um, just can't believe it. I've listened to a few podcasts that you've done before, Maya, and I think mm-hmm. I kind of missed the whole like um, meaning, but like the backstory of like, that dark time in your life. So I think that's so amazing that it kind of stemmed from that. I feel like that's when God kind of shows some of his biggest blessings or when we're left in that, when we're in that dark place, he promises Mm -hmm. like never leave us in it. And so just like the glory and the blessings that come from that, sometimes it's just so hard to see while you're in it and it's Mm -hmm. really hard and dark, but I love that that is kind of the backstory of Mm -hmm. MM designs. And if I wouldn't have like a big thing is if I wouldn't have gone through that, like deep, like kind of just sadness, almost depression and anxiety, like if I wouldn't have gone through that, this business would not be here. You know, we probably wouldn't be having Mm -hmm. this conversation like so many times, like that deep darkness or that sadness, like it, it really does. It just like makes you stronger and um, builds you into the person that you are and builds businesses. It builds joy, you know? So it's kind of just um, those valleys and those trenches um, are just a very good building place if you're in one right now, or um, maybe you've, you're just kind of getting out of one and you feel yourself rebuilding. A hundred percent. I think there's always so much beauty that can be found even in the midst of all the brokenness that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So tell us about when you started to realize that this could take off and be a full-time thing. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur or was this something that just happened? 
No. So I actually was full on pre-med basically. So I was interdisciplinary medical sciences. So I was full on going to be a physician's assistant or um, a nurse or something along those lines. I kind of was deciding I was pretty much full on uh, physician's assistant was my goal and my dream. And then I decided to, I didn't really, I changed my major my junior year. (laughs) So that is, if that gives anybody hope right now, if you're struggling and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to be. Well, I thought I knew what I was going to be. And then I got to junior year and I realized, no, I was not in the right place. And I think at first I just always thought that the only way I could help people was through medical field or through like being a nurse. And then I realized, you know what, like I can be helping people and no matter what job I have. And as long as if it's something that the Lord puts in front of me, like I'm going to do it. I think the most amazing thing I've learned about my business is and through the business is that you can do so many different things with this life. Like we all try to put ourselves in this box and be like, oh, we have to be an entrepreneur or we have to be a pastor or we have to be like a doctor or the garbage man or like that's the only thing we can do. But you can do like this. That's just such a lie. You know, we just try and box ourselves in and you can be all of those things if you want, you know. And so I don't know. I just kind of found that there was a lot of freedom when you just start looking at life like that. And um, I felt like my change in major and Um, just my change and kind of um, taking a step towards business just felt like a lot more freedom. Like I could do, I could maybe do some podcasts and maybe do some other things that like I wouldn't have been able to do if I was a physician's assistant and um, like minister to girls and do all those kind of and make clothes. So uh, that's kind of, I guess there wasn't really like a moment. I just kind of decided in my head, I was like, I'm just going to go for it while it's in front of me. And whenever it changes or if it does change, then I'm just going to go for that next thing. You know, just have a little more faith in ourselves. I love that. That's so true and very encouraging. I know a lot of people find themselves like since I just graduated kind of being in college and you're going through the motions and you're like, I just feel like I'm not on the right path. Like where, where is God trying to lead me right now? And it's so, it can be so confusing. So I think hearing that you change your major as a junior to like something completely different can be really encouraging to people in itself. You can always pivot. I think that's a very important message. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really comforting to like, nothing is permanent. Like we can always, you know, we can always take some steps back. We can take some steps forward. That's so true. Well, I've been super excited about your storefront and keeping up with that. So um, where is it? How did that happen? Can you give us a little bit of info on that? Yes. So this is, that's actually just a crazy story. So I've had a warehouse. I have, whenever we first started the business, I was at Florida State. And so I decided that I needed more space than I had. And so I've had a warehouse for like a year and then about six months ago, I asked my landlord, I was like, hey, if you have anything bigger, I feel like we're kind of like out um, growing this space. So I don't really know what to do. And she was like, well, we wish that we did, but we're not going to have anything for like a two years or something crazy like that. And so I kind of was like, okay, well, I'm just going to enjoy my warehouse. <laughs> and so I had no intentions or anything of kind of like having a storefront. Um, I knew I wanted a storefront at some point, like, but I thought it was me more when I graduated school. And so then fast forward, I'm in Tallahassee. It's a crazy story. So I was in Tallahassee for literally 12 hours. I was there for um, something for work. And my landlord emails me and she's like, hey, we have an opening for like somebody doesn't want this lease. Do you, can you come look at it? And I was like, 
oh my gosh. And so I went and looked at it and y'all, it was a disaster. Like the place was navy blue. There was a fence. There was a rainbow fence like nailed on the wall. It was so rough, but I saw, I was like, you know what? I know what this could be. I know it has potential. It's going to take a lot of work, but we would like, it's going to be so much fun to do that. And so I was like, you know what? We'll take it. And so I signed the lease that day and um, moved out of the warehouse and moved into there. And then um, we started working on it in September. And so we got it in August and then we started working on it in September. And we took us like three weeks to do pretty much renovations. And hopefully we'll be putting out a video of that soon. We videoed the whole process just to show y'all the real life of, you know, the Oh, I would love to see that little fixer upper and then designs. (laughs) We felt like HDTV. We were were, um, definitely not that good, but it was fun to do. And so that, so then we just opened it in October 1st, I want to say. Yeah, it was October 1st. We had our soft opening and then we're working on kind of more of a grand opening once we get our fall line, which we've been waiting on forever because of COVID. Um, But once we get our fall line um, up, so I'm really pumped about that. So, okay, what advice would you give someone who's in school or navigating post-grad or anyone really who has an idea, but they aren't really sure where to start or maybe they're afraid? Because I feel like maybe you were at that point. Yeah. And I feel like so many people have great ideas, but they're so afraid of what people will think that they never actually do them, which is really sad. It's crazy how many people will like message me or I'll hear from people and they're like, I just really want to do this, but I'm so worried about like what people will think or I'm so like scared to put it out there because I don't want to fail. So yeah, what would you kind of say for that? Yeah, and I definitely was there. So that's a great, great question. And um, I think that the best thing for me was that I started small. Like whether it's you are thinking about writing a blog and you just start like writing every day, you know, like just like writing in your journal just for yourself or you find yourself like sending your friends text messages if you are like about your blogs that might help them or if you want to start a business, like start small. Like I started with literally 12 hats, one hat basically. And then I went to 12 hats and I think that that I was able to, I think sometimes we think about businesses and we're like, oh, we have to have so much money. We have to do all of this. It's like, I started as a college student. I started with no money, you know, and just like my savings. And I literally, I think it was like $12 that I really like first put into the business. And I think that just like starting small and not feeling like, okay, I have to buy 1400 sweatshirts to make sure that this drop is good or enough. Like just start a little bit at a time. Like you, you're not going to just become super successful overnight. Maybe you are. That's awesome. But you have to like kind of like let yourself grow. And I think that that was um, I would say more be focused on like just like growth. And that like once you start once you start, it's really a lot of fun to grow. And so just start somewhere small and um, enjoy that. And if it's meant to be, there will be other doors that open, you know, like if it's really something that you're putting your heart into and it's really something that you're where you're supposed to be, like the other doors are going to open and then the big things will, the big things in quotation marks (laughs) will maybe come because in my eyes, really all of those small things are big things. I love reading about how um, different businesses started. Um, I listened to How I Built This a lot and just reading about different entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Like these huge companies like Spanx starting out in Sarah Blakely's living room and Stitch Fix started out Mm -hmm. as a Google sheet. Like Mm -hmm. it's so crazy and encouraging. Yeah, it really is encouraging. I feel like it can, you know, everyone can kind of we all have to start somewhere with everything that we do. And so I think that is so encouraging. And, you know, no one starts at the top. So mm-hmm. I love that. 
Okay, so I'm sure you have because everyone in business has experienced negativity or resistance at some point. Um, But tell us how you've been able to work through that and how you've experienced it. Oh my gosh, yes. I think our biggest issue, and I'm so open about it, um, is honestly shipping because we're shipping out thousands of packages and um, you can't keep track of every single one sometimes. Like we have the tracking numbers and all that, but it can definitely be frustrating um, when the services you're working with, and especially COVID. So it's like a heightened, I feel like. Oh my gosh, you are telling me. It is so tough. I feel you. <laughs> Literally. And so um, I think that with negativity on that, we've definitely had some times where um, there's been some unhappy people or just things that really were out of our control. And there's been some things that were in our control. I'll, I'll um, humble myself and say it. And I will say that the thing that kind of keeps me going is realizing that I'm not perfect. I'm not going to – just because you have a business and because you have these things and you want all to spread love, truth, and light doesn't mean you're going to be perfect at it all the time. Like I will do my best, and as long as I'm doing my best, then that is enough. And I think that the biggest help for that is, one, for focusing – for the negativity, it's, one, um, focusing on the things that you are doing good and just take it as a learning curve. Like just taking it as like, okay, I messed up this time. I'm going to learn this for the next time. You know, not not making the same mistake twice. And um, because I think we get so hard on ourselves, but I think that as long as you don't make the same mistake twice, I think that that's really helpful. Um, And when there are people that are just negative, I just try to remember like, okay, I'm just going to remember that comment of that person or that message from that person that was really happy and really thankful and realize that like this one bad negative thing does not define our business as a whole. You know, this is look at the percentage. Like it's, it's probably point one percent or you know what I mean like they're probably out of all of our orders maybe there was one percent you know and so um I just try and kind of keep that mindset just kind of like a a more macro lens you know obviously I care about them and I just care about them so much and I want them to be happy and I will refund and I will tell them I'm sorry and I will try everything in my power but when that isn't enough then I just have to say okay like at the end of the day I've done all that I can and if they're not happy then that's just I can't do anything else about it. I totally agree. That's something I've always told people, like whether it be in business or on social media or just in life, the 99.9% that are so happy and just overjoyed and they get these packages and it makes their entire day and their heart mm-hmm. is so full and they love it. They're a lot quieter than the that 0.1% that is yeah. upset because they are loud and sometimes yeah. it can seem overwhelming. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because we get all these comments, you know, like all these uplifting, like encouraging, mm-hmm. joyful comments. But then like those one kind or like two like kind of negative or hateful comments, they stick with you more than the yeah, good ones. So do. that's something that I have to work on like in every realm is just like mm-hmm. thinking about the positive and the good and letting that kind of rule my mind. But it, it mm-hmm. is easy for like, it's just crazy how much louder the negative can seem. But that is true. Like yeah. once you do what you can do, that's kind of, it's all you have. So, mm-hmm. And going back to what you said about focusing on what you are doing right. And, you know, I think that's the biggest way to shift your mindset is focusing on, you know, what you're grateful for, what you're doing right, especially when you're down on yourself or just feeling really anxious or, you know, in Mm -hmm. a negative state. Yeah. Like what's the truth in this situation? You know, Mm -hmm. like what's the truth in a negative situation? Like, yes, like if you did mess up, like, you know, if it's been your first mess up or if it's your 17th mess up on the same thing, you know? And so, you know, like as the owner, as the person running the business or managing it, like, 
kind of where to go from there. If that makes sense. If it's your 17th, if it's your third, I would say go and fix that right now. But if it's your first, like, you know, the truth, you know, that you messed up in that point. And um, that's kind of where you have to go off of, I feel like. Okay. So this is a question that I had. So, okay. How would you say you balance your workload in your real life? So I know that, you know, it can be really consuming to run a business. It can kind of take over and it's not really a nine to five sometimes. Like sometimes it goes into different parts of the day. So how do you like decompress after a, a long work day or how do you kind of separate your like personal life from your work life? If that makes yeah. sense. Um, I would say at first I was horrible at this because when you're starting a business and you're trying to get it off the ground and you're not even trying to get off the ground, it wasn't really mine, where you're just trying to like make ends meet, like not in the sense of finances. I'm talking about like you have so many orders, which is, was an amazing problem to have. And you're like, how can I physically do all of these by just myself without being awake from 5am to 5am. Um, and I will say like at first that was pretty much my life. I mean, I would be up till five in the morning doing packages to make sure that they were out by the deadline. Um, I would do a lot of um, just like restless nights and times at my shop and my warehouse way too late and my whole family would agree. Um, and so I think that first I wasn't really the best at it, but the biggest thing and the biggest help has been asking people for help. Like I, it is, it delights people to come along and be alongside you and like help you and give their advice. Or like if someone, if you know, someone's really tech savvy, like ask them for help, you know, and maybe I would give them a hat in return, or maybe they would be somebody who I would like come on the team, you know, and I was very, very blessed. And we just hired our full-time manager, um, an amazing friend and sister of mine. Um, and she has literally helped me so much just kind of be able to take a breather, Um, and so I would say, but at first I didn't have the means to be able to do that. And I would just kind of hire people when I could. And a lot of times like asking friends, they're so excited and that would really help me. And so I would say through keeping, um, my life and work separate at first, I really didn't. And that was a big struggle, but asking people for help sooner rather than later, I feel like would have really helped me. Um, and then I would say decompressing, um, that's something I feel like my mind doesn't ever really turn off from work. But the thing is, is that like, that doesn't bother me because I love it. If that makes sense. Like when I talk to someone, I'm so excited and like, I don't even realize I'm working. If that makes sense. Like I'm don't even realize like, Oh, this is considered work. Um, it's just something that I like really love to do. And there's stuff I don't love to do like the taxes and all that stuff. And when it comes to decompressing after that, I'm saying I'm getting rid of my phone. I'm going outside. I'm going to spend time with my friends or my family. Um, and just making that a priority and being like, you got to reward yourself. I feel like there's that toxic, um, workaholic culture, especially in entrepreneurship and when you're trying to do a business, but it's like, no, you do not reward yourself, enjoy, celebrate, you know, it's just a celebration. That fact that you made it through another day. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, my two cents on that. I love that. I think sometimes that, I think sometimes it can be, it can kind of feel like you're a burden when you ask for help. And that's just something that I think our mind tells us, which is just such a lie, but you don't want to ever ask for help and you, you don't want to admit that you're not strong enough to do it all by yourself. But I remember last year when I started EXO and I was really overwhelmed and I had school going on. And I remember my roommates, Libby, Grace, and Erica, they would always say like, let us help you like package orders. Let us help you. And I was just like, no, no, it's fine. (laughs) When I finally let them, it was, they were like, we had the best time. We were listening to music. Like it Mm -hmm. finally wasn't stressful. It was actually a fun like chance for us all to kind of hang out and just 
and in my head, I thought it was just so like wrong to ask for help. And that's something that I kind of have to work on with myself is just kind of like divvying out tasks. But I totally agree with you. Once you have that help, you're able to pour your whole self into other parts you weren't able to before when you were maybe spreading yourself out a little bit too thin. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think, you know, what you said about celebrating the small, the small things is really important too, because sometimes just in life in general, I'll do something and accomplish it, but then I'm immediately on to the next goal, whatever that might be. And so it's really important to take that time and just relax and be in the fact that you completed something and celebrate it and then move on to the next. All right. So tell us, speaking of goals, tell us a goal that you're working towards right now. Ooh, well, that is a fun one. We are, I say our, we have a few goals right now. One is we are planning um, just kind of, we loved our life retreat so much. It was one of my favorite things I have ever done in my life. Um, such a life-giving weekend. Um, and so we're really planning on kind of making that available to maybe everyone. So that's a little hit and tip mm-hmm. we have. And I'd say we're really excited for our grand opening. That's kind of like a future, future thing. And then right now we are looking so much forward to our grand opening because we have so many fun fall products coming through um, because we want to be more than just like the cute smile and checker hat. Like we love that in the TYJ, but we have so many other fun things like sweatshirts, hat, like different styles of hats. I'll give that little hint to different styles of hats. Um, just so many fun sets and all that kind of stuff that we're just patiently waiting on. Um, and so I think that that is like our, once we get those rolling, I think we will be so excited. Um, and I just can't wait because it's stuff that I really love and we've worked really hard on. So it'll be fun. Oh my gosh. I'm excited hearing this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot <laughs> wait. That is so awesome. And then this, I guess we kind of just covered this a little bit, but like something that I like to do is I like to set things that I'm like looking forward to that I'm really excited about. What's something that you're really, really excited about right now? Like it could be in your business or your personal mm-hmm. life, but what's something that you just think about maybe when you're a little stressed and you're just like, wow, that is so exciting. I'm so excited about this. It's coming up. Ooh, that's a good question. I would say um it doesn't take me much to get excited which is a good thing um we've um gone through a lot this past year and I just have really been reminded of just how precious life is and just how much every day is a gift I had um a car accident about two months ago um and was pretty bad I was hit by a drunk driver and um it was a miracle that I was alive let's just say that and I think ever since then I have just been so excited um, just really waking up and just the fact that like I am here, you just realize like what a gift it is. And so I would say that I have so many things I'm excited for right now. I'm really excited for just this neck. I love, I love change and I'm really excited for this next season. Like I am about to graduate college and I'm engaged and I am just so excited for that next season to not even necessarily like the marriage, like the wedding. Like I'm so excited for the wedding, but like I'm just so excited to get married and like the marriage part and like just like get to just see wherever we are, like our future, like where we're going to live and everything is very up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just really, I think just excited for that and just excited to kind of move on from college. I love it. Um, and my heart is definitely burning for people in college and um, so I'm just kind of excited to just see where all that leads and, um, just kind of get into this next real season of life and see what happens in business and oh kind of just where yeah. everything's going. I feel that though, because when I was a senior and I was getting ready or even like 
in the beginning of senior year, I remember like I just felt this like, and I didn't know where I was going to live. I didn't know where I was going to be. I honestly thought I was living in Nashville and I'm recording this as I sit in my apartment in Hawaii. So like that That's was a amazing. total switch up. Uh-huh. But I remember thinking this time last year, I was like, I don't know where God is going to lead me. I don't know what doors are going to open, but I'm so excited to see because it's kind of like a guessing game. You don't really know. You're just along for the ride. So I love that. I love that you said that. I wanted to ask you, though, what advice would you give to someone who has a side hustle that they're looking to take full time? I'd say that whenever I did that with MM Designs and like kind of took it into like a real career place, it's because I didn't just see like, okay, we're right here. Like, this is great where we are. I'm going to take this full time. I saw where we could go, you know, like I kind of had a vision for it. Like I have like a, like a dream of like that I wanted to do. And I would say that obviously like financially, that's probably everyone's the hard part. Like, cause if it wasn't financially, then pretty much everyone would go after um, their dream or probably maybe it's about like what people will say about you. I would just say that if you get to a point where you're like, I see this and I see this more than just being like where it's at right now. Like I have a vision for it and I am feeling like I can do it. And if you kind of had a few months or maybe like a year or so where you've been pretty like steady or so, I would say, you know what? Go for it. Like you're never going to regret chasing that dream. That's something I said. Um, is I say a lot to myself. It's like you're never going to regret chasing the dream. And so I think that that's something that I feel like maybe just kind of give yourself some time, you know, and just like see where it's going and see where God's kind of leading you. And then if you kind of have this real vision for it and you feel like um, you really got it, then I would say that, that that's kind of a time where you're like, okay, I got this. Like let's let's go chase that dream. You've had some great words of wisdom for us, Maya. So thank you. Um, where can our listeners find you? On my social media for mmdesigns.life. That is our business. And then I'm Maya underscore underscore Billman. Um, and I try to post a decent, a little bit amount. I'm not really the best at it, but I love just connecting with people and just kind of just being real and telling people about what's really going on in our lives and um, just trying to encourage and be a positive platform that really spreads love, truth, and light and inspires people to kind of just be in this together. Yeah, I think that's important to share with people because, you know, people see entrepreneurs on Instagram and their life looks so perfect and cool. They work for themselves. They make their own schedule, but they don't see all the hard work, all the hard days, all the mm-hmm. all-nighters that go into it. So yeah. um, I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, no, thank y'all. It means a lot. I think that's like one of the highest compliments you can get whenever you're done something um, that's like really from the heart is that it just feels real and genuine and authentic. So thank y'all. That was very sweet. And it definitely feels that way listening to y'all and getting to talk with you guys. And I can't wait. I hope that I know that y'all have so many amazing conversations with some amazing people and I can't wait to listen. And I know there's probably so many people who are literally jumping up, chomping at the bit to get to listen to y'all talk. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Of course. Before we let you go, we have to do our would you rather. Bird and I always do would you rathers with each other. We Um, literally just sit around and I'm like, Allie, would you rather? It's it's actually really fun. I love that. Wait, that's so good. I love it. How fun is it to be in sisters? I feel like y'all have the best time. Oh, it is amazing. Wait, do you have any sisters? I have, yes, I have two sisters. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, we just, it's just us and then our brother, but we, we really do have the best time, especially Mm because our age difference is like five years. So, yeah, we really got closer as we got older and like we literally talk like every single day. So, that's why I wanted to make this podcast. It really is so much fun though. Oh, that makes me so happy. I love, I love watching y'all from afar. So, I just thought that was so sweet. (laughs) Okay, Al, you have our would you rather. 
Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, this is an easy one. Um, this is a good one. Okay. Would you rather only watch Hallmark Christmas movies or horror movies for the rest of your life? Oh, you know, your girl cannot watch a horror movie to save her life. I mean, I this is fun fact about me. I've actually fallen asleep in almost every single – I literally think it's actually every single – like scary movie I've ever watched, like a serious scary movie, because I close my eyes and I just fall asleep because I just can't watch it. So I'm going to have to go Christmas. I am with you on the horror movies. I hate being scared. Um, So I will take the cheesy Hallmark movie any day. (laughs) This is going to be three for three on the Hallmark movies, but I myself do not like scary movies. I really like never watch them, honestly. And if I do, it's with a big group and I also like sit there with the blanket under my eyes like I really don't yes. watch so agree with the Hallmark movies for the win <laughs> that's a good one we like to end with a little mantra um that yeah. we like to pick like kind of share for the week so like last week I shared mine it was like let everything you do be done in love not for love so that I was last that. week's mantra um mm-hmm. something that I focused on but maybe it would be cool like do you have a mantra that you would like to share with our listeners that you're kind of focusing on this week I know we put you on the spot no oh okay I do I do I have a good one well this is and it's also a hint so this is a fun one but this ever since my accident I talked about earlier um I have had this just every day I wake up and it's like this ringing thing in my head it's like make every day count and it's not like trying to be super successful or trying to achieve X, Y, and Z. And to me, make every day count is like not stressing out over the little things, you know, enjoying those little things, like enjoying how I treat people and the relationships and conversations. And just like if I were to something, God forbid, were to happen and this is my last day, like I want to make this day count because you're truly not promised another one. And so I would say right now, i am just been focusing on um, just making every day count and just enjoying them and um, just laying my head on that pillow and being like, you know, today was might not everything have gone the way that I wanted it to, or maybe some things are really horrible actually. Um, Cause I've had some of those and um, super sad. And that's been how life's been. But I look, I lay on my pillow and I say, you know what? Today was great. And I'm making every day count. And I found joy amidst it. And um, there is beauty amidst all the pain. Um, and yeah. So I think that's fun right now is just make every day count. So I love that. I love that. You are just such, you are such a light and just like listening to you talk. I'm over here just like beaming. Like I just worked, I came home and I was kind of tired and I'm just like beaming. I'm so excited. Like you really are just so contagiously, you know, happy and positive and such a light. So I'm so excited that we got to have you on. Oh, y'all make me so happy. That's so sweet. Yeah, and we're. I'm definitely going to be ordering from your new launch. Oh, I'm so I have now. I have the hat. I have the cute smiling shirt, oh. which I actually have here. And the other day, oh, we got back from the beach, and um, mm-hmm. we always go to people's houses after the beach, and we'll shower uh-huh. there and like just wear their t-shirts. And uh-huh. my friend, she comes out and she's wearing my cute smiling shirt, and I was like, whoa, 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 back it up! <laughs> like that is one of my favorites. We're about to put on a. We're going to put on a Kappa shirt or something on you because we got to keep this <laughs> That makes me laugh. I love that. 
Yeah. yeah, Maya, thank you so much for coming on here. It has been such a joy. It has been like the happiest 42 minutes that I've had <laughs> this week. So I just love talking with you. And we cannot thank you enough for joining us today. No, we can't wait to spread the word about MM Designs. Oh, that's so sweet. Y'all have literally been the best. And I'm smiling ear to ear right now. So just thank you for even thinking about me and having me on here. Thank you.